Inspiration Podcast. This is episode 1, Red Hook, Dead Hook, sponsored by Red Redemption. Thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Jose Fosoho, and this is my co-host. Hello, everyone. Thanks for turning in. Eduardo, why don't you tell us a bit about today's program? Well, today, we'll be focusing on the Red Hook community of Brooklyn. You see, Hurricane Sydney was bit of wake-up call for the city especially for the area's waterfront. The Red Hook was one of the communities that was hit the hardest by the storm in terms of floating from the storm surge and damages to essential equipment that left residents without powers and clean water for a week after the storm. Ever since then, the city had been attempting to repair and renovate the Red Hook houses, the biggest public housing complex in Brooklyn. The thing is, Hurricane Sandy happened 10 years ago, and those repairs still aren't finished. Can can you believe that? You know, with everything that goes in the city, I'm not even surprised. To be honest, I feel like money would have been better spent on measures to prevent the floods in the first place. What's the point of having power when you still can't drive because your car is submerged in flood water? The best you could do is post a video on TikTok or something. <laughs> Look at least they're doing something. It is a very expensive project, $549 million. According to NYCHA website, it's not a deal, but it would be put them in a much better place than they were when Sandy struck NYC. Why don't we ask a resident and see what they think? We've got a member of Red Hook Initiative on the line here who has been patiently waiting to say his thoughts on the matter. Hello guys, can you hear me? Hello? Yes, hello. We can hear you loud and clear. Just to be sure, you're Troy, right? Yep, that's me. Perfect. Now, Troy, you're a member of the Red Hook Initiative. Is that correct? Yes. For the past few months, I've been helping around the community, trying to get the city officials to push for land development in Red Hook. How long have you lived in the Red Hook? Uh, I moved here about 12 years ago. 12 years? Wow, must have been tough during these hurricanes. Yeah, you know, it, I was actually out of town during that time, visiting my family in Miami. It, I wasn't really keeping up with the news. Uh, I just heard there was a lot, there was a lot going on um, during the hurricane. So after I came back a few days later, I was thinking about the worst. I was going to have to deal with all the puddles and all the the draining. But little did I know. Like a shock, it must have been. You have no idea. Uh, did you see all the images and videos on the news? But it's nothing compared to what actually happened there. Uh, see, I flew down to Miami and left my car here. Came back, but it was badly damaged, both internally and externally. There was no power or clean water in my building for a few weeks after the storm. Imagine no heat in the winter. Building lights were out. Street, light, street lights were out. Using bottled water just to do everything, like shower and cook stuff. It was like moving to one of those dystopian movies. It was just horrible. Yeah, I know everywhere in New York City was a hit, but Red Hook was amongst the hardest hit. Now, 10 years later, Red Hook seems to have been bounced back. But I could be wrong about this since I don't live here and I don't see much difference between Red Hook then and Red Hook now. Do you think the city has done or is doing anything to prevent the next Sandy from hurting Red Hook like that again? Well, the city has been doing a whole lot of construction in, uh, on the Red Hook houses since 2017. Almost five years after the storm, mind you. These, respa- these repairs they're doing are just going to be helpful if they work. 
but these aren't the preventative measures we expected. Fixing the roofs, constructing new boilers and generators above flood levels, installing flood, flood backup sumps. These things all deal with the after effects of the storm. These projects don't, help, don't stop cars from being damaged or streets from being turned into rivers. They don't stop the floods at all. Red Hook is a basin just waiting to be filled every time it rains. We are hoping that the city would plan, would plant more trees, redo the roads, so... Well, the city has been doing a whole lot of construction on Red Hook houses since 2017. Almost five years after the storm, mind you. But these aren't the preventative measures we expected. Fixing the roofs, constructing new boilers and generators above flood levels, installing flood backup sumps. All these things deal with the after effects of the storm. These projects don't stop cars from being damaged and the streets from being turned into rivers. They don't stop the floods at all. Red Hook is like a basin, just waiting to be filled up every time it rains. We were hoping the city would plant more trees, redo the roads, so that they would be more absorbent, or just anything in general that is designed to absorb more water and reduce or prevent flooding. I hear you, man, I hear you. Earlier I told you, our listeners that were members of the RHI, how were you guys involved in this whole thing? Well, I myself had joined the organization because of the storm. I really liked what they were doing, so what they were really doing for the community, so I was inspired to join. See, we're, we're a grassroots organization, so we don't deal too much with politics. We have coordinated with the community board with some occasion on uh, post-Sandy operations. As they were trying to get them, try the trying to get the mayor's office to pay attention to our community. And how did they did that go? As well as anything with the city's bureaucracy can go, a bunch of empty promises. Back then, when back then it was the Blasio, and now we have Adams. Different people, same politics. We would think with funding being sent to our organization from the mayor's office, they would pay more attention to what we have to say. Wait. You guys get founding directly from the mayor's office? Yes, we do. From both the mayor's fund to advance NYC and the New York City Department of Youth and Community Development. We actually have the mayor himself on the line. I'm sure we'd all like to hear what he has to say regarding this. No way. You actually got him to come in? How? I told you I could, right? You doubted me and here we are. <laughs> <laughs> so Troy, if you don't mind staying on the line for a bit longer, we can make this a very interesting three-way call. Jeez, I'm still in shock that this is actually happening. But yeah, for sure. I'll stick around. He doesn't know that I'm here, does he? Nope. How'd you know? I figured he wouldn't agree if he knew I was going to be pinning him against the community organization. This might be the last time you'll ever get a mayor on this show. <laughs> oh, I'm not worried about that. I'll find a way when the time comes. Is everyone ready? Ready. Yeah. And are you in, Mr. A. Mayor? Welcome to the New York City Moss Restoration Podcast. First off, how are you? Hello there, Josefa. And hello to everyone listening in. I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. And you? Same here, Mr. Mayor. It's an honor to have you on my podcast. Oh, it's the least I can do. 
New Yorkers and New York City in general are going through some dark times. I wouldn't want them to think that their mayor does not have their best interests at heart. I have worked hard and will continue to strive and fight until this city is safe and clean. I am NY I want New York City to be the number one city in the world by the time I leave office. Well, that is a quite the goal you set for yourself there, Mr. Adam. Indeed, I hope to see that this day is realized, but I want to focus on something smaller. As you already know, this podcast believes that the only way to truly combat climate change, for the lack of a better word, is to try to restore some of the natural world we destroyed in the past. The particular episode uh, is focusing on the Red Hook in Brooklyn. Now, now, and pardon my interruption. I just wanted to let you guys and New Yorkers in general know that I am working tirelessly on the many issues that are prevailing in the city currently. Rising crime rates, inflation, the rat infestation, which, which I am curbing very well if I do say so myself. I have been working for the city long before I became mayor and that has not changed even now. Now you're saying to restore the marshes at the waterfront, but you don't really understand what that entails. As a mayor, I have to consider many things. I can't just make moves. Your suggestion is what we would be working towards ideally. But the, but the real world is very different and infinitely more difficult to manage. I value your input, but I would appreciate it if you looked at the hard facts a bit more before criticizing my actions. You're right, Mr. Mayor. I just think we should be going for more short permanent solutions rather than patching things up from the next storm. Storm barriers, sea gates, flood walls, these are just band-aids on an open wound. Nearly all of the Red Hook is on hurricane evacuation zone, which is the most prone to flooding and damages from hurricanes. I am aware of all this, Mr. Sohan, and as I said, I am working towards a solution. These barriers, you're calling band-aids, are easily installed and readily available for deployment. Of course, we should be working towards long-term solutions, but Mother Nature isn't going to wait for us to get ready and the people of Red Hook need protection right now. I'm trying so hard to save the city with the swagger, but you guys have to let me work. Since I have you on the line, and I also have a member of the Red Hook Initiative who has some questions, if you don't mind. I'll humor you, Mr. Suhey, but I will not tolerate being mocked on a live mic. I am currently at war with the rats in the city. This is not some Tom and Jerry or Ratatouille kind of thing. So I do not have the time for shenanigans. Don't worry, Mr. Mayor. I wouldn't waste your time. Troy, you're on. Thank you for this opportunity, Mrs. Hall. Um, and thank you for your time, Mr. Mayor, first off. Um, I would like to ask, are you aware of the situation in Red Hook? No, I'm not aware of the specifics of the situation in Red Hook. But I do have a general understanding of the issues that were caused by Sandy in 2012. But you must keep in mind that I have five boroughs that must be tended to, attended to on a daily basis. So I cannot be expected to have all the details of every street, building, and house of the area. Sounds good, Mr. Mayor. The rundown of the matter is, is that Red Hook is um, underfunded when it comes to the budget of rebuilding residential areas. Also, due to construction damages, most of the budget is just used to fix those damages. While I would like to answer your questions, this seems like a, this seems like something you would like to address to NYCHA. I am the mayor of New York City, not of public housing. 
All I can say is that I will do all that is in my power to make sure NYCHA is set up to do what they have to do. Well, that's all the time we have today. Thank you for your time, Mr. Mayor Troy, and thank you for tuning in to this episode of New York City Mars Restoration Podcast. I am your host, Ms. Eva And I am your co-host, Eduardo Mendez. Tune in the next episode for Corley and Are you in, Mr. Amir? Welcome to the New York City Mars Restoration Part- Podcast. First off, how are you? You're doing good so far, right? You're doing really good so far. Yeah. Is it safe, Mr. Adams? <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry? <laughs> okay. Alright, you ready? Yeah. Alright, go. I just wanted to let you know, guys. I just wanted to let you guys... Let's go, Jets. Oh, it's still recording. Oh, look. Oh. Because it's supposed to be like interrupting him, so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.